I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. You know I like to paint the picture a little bit. So today, we live in Santa Cruz, right? It's like 100 degrees. It is 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. So if you're in a place where centigrade is bomb, it's about 43. Well, for us Santa Cruzians, it's nuts. And so we are recording in bathing suits outside in the sun. So if you hear some outside sounds like an airplane, a dog barking, some breeze in the air, well, you know, that's just nature. And we just, you know, wanted to soak up some sun while we talk about. What are we talking about today? It's urban nature, by the way, because we're not in the forest. Oh, sorry. Urban nature. I urban see three, nature. at least at least four trees. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But guess what we are talking about today, which I can't believe I didn't get as excited as I, as I am about saying this because it is Jerk Off July. April actually coined this, by the way. Maybe someone else said it before, but she was like, why don't we celebrate? So we kind of forgot Masturbation May. <laughs> We didn't forget. We didn't honor it as much because it's kind of blown out. Everybody talks about Masturbation May, and we are thankful for that. Yes. But Jerk Off July, this is my birthday month as well, and Ooh. I think jerking off is so fucking awesome. Masturbation, a.k.a. jerking off, you can self-pleasure. think about it however you want. Self-pleasure. So we're turning July into Jerk Off July. This episode is probably likely being aired a couple days after April's 40th birthday, where she will... Probably be jerking off a lot because it'll be on a girl's trip and she'll have her own room where she needs she'll be baiting there to celebrate. Will you send me 40. a text message to uh, remind me to bring some sex toys? Because I always forget to pack sex toys on trips. I have no idea why. Okay. I forget. Because usually I have my sales kit with sex toys. And so I'm like, oh, you know. So I, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but I've shared this with people. One of my key tricks, sorry to you, I say, is uh, whether I'm going to use a sex toy or not when I'm traveling. I want to check things in but not have them search my bag. Not that I have anything bad in there, by the way. But I just want to deal with it. Maybe I have some things. Your knives. Yeah, you know, your knives. My knives. I know. Like, you know, like a nail clipper. And so I put a vibrator right on the top no like not even in any sort of bag or anything right on the top of my suitcase so if it gets pulled there's a sex toy right there it's not like a big veiny cock or anything but they're like what's that and i just say like oh that's a sex toy and then they usually don't want to search the rest of my bag just saying Mm -hmm. so maybe or they do or they or they're like where'd you get that purepleasureshop.com of course so okay Masturbation, uh, self-pleasure, baiting, we like to call it. We also call it baiting, uh, jerking off, circle jerk. Well, that's when you're like with a you know whole bunch of people jerking. You know where baiting comes from, which right? baiting. That was the movie Idiocracy, Mike Judge film. Uh, that was, it's kind of older from the early 2000s. I remember it, yeah. When uh, Dak Shepard's in it. Fucking love you, Dak Shepard. He goes on podcast. And he does Armchair Expert, great podcast. And he is, it's the future and everyone drinks Gatorade and 
pretty much there's no living things and they sit on armchairs that uh, recline and they don't have to go to the toilet and they just watch people farting and doing things and it's called baiting and he's like get out of here I'm baiting that's where it comes from are they actually touching themselves no no there's nothing to do with masturbation it's called baiting for some reason that's where I got it from and yes yeah that's why we like to say baiting for short for masturbating well so the interesting thing about masturbation is I believe kind of the original term for masturbation comes from um, the concept of to sin with one's own hand. And I don't have all the stats or information on this, but, and I'm not a historian around masturbation or sexuality, but I'm pretty sure that a lot of terrible shit used to go down around masturbation, especially in the Victorian era, to try to prevent people from masturbation because there were beliefs that they thought it would it would all of a sudden make you sick or die or evil or, you know, it was the devil trying to get into you. And so they would do all kinds of terrible things, including devices on young people's penises to prevent them from masturbating. So while we say masturbation, we are not talking about it as sinning with your own hand, unless you get off on sinning, then sin away. We're talking about self-pleasure, intending to your own body and all the ways that you can do that. We'll share plenty of ideas and tips and tricks, whether you already got your bait and game down or you uh, maybe are new to it and haven't figured out your body. So what are some of the many ways? I just want to tell you, because I'm Jamie in this podcast. Hey, Jamie. So it's basically, it's derived from Latin, and it means defiling oneself. Oh, defiled. It's manus is hand, and stupered defile oneself so that's where masturbation so basically since humans have been on this earth for many 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 years they've always been defiling themselves well this term was from the 1620 oh yes because i mean so okay let's talk about the many ways that people masturbate right so there are people that will talk about sex toys, we'll talk about hands and all these things, but a lot of people are using their own hands, but some people are rubbing against things. April has a good story to share about that in a little bit. Sometimes people grind against couches. There's uh, there's so many ways that people self-pleasure. I mean, I would imagine back in the day, people were rubbing against trees, whatever you could find to gyrate your genitals on, and it felt good. It was done and has been done. And young people, by the way, like, like you know, people under age five, a lot of them start to do it just on their own naturally. And we'll get into our stories in a little bit. But it's so interesting that it's the, to defile one's body. And yet it's it's such a I would say natural, but I hate the word natural, but like part of being a human. Right. For some, some folks don't masturbate yeah. until they reach either an, an age where they're starting to understand. We've recorded with someone who, August, who never masturbated. And remember, we talked about masturbation on that podcast. Oh, the Girl Boner podcast. Yes, the yeah, Girl yeah. Boner podcast. And that it's, it's really, for me, because I only know my experiences... I never realized what I was doing would be. Let's just go into the experiences now, and then we'll move to the, the the reasons why it's good for you because you're already on that one. I want to hear. So, what were your first experiences with baiting? Well, I didn't really ever know anything about my body. I I took baths with my brother, so he had a penis, right? And until I was about seven, so taking baths, I didn't understand the genitals. But what I did understand was that I I got this bear as a present 
it was a soft you know stuffed teddy bear when i was five and a half christmas and i opened this box love this bear and i would sleep with it every night and at some point i started putting it between my legs i think for comfort and then i started humping this bear and her name was barry she had a flannel dress and was very very precious to me but i didn't ever understand that what i was doing was masturbation and that carried over into years and years and years and I would do it I never tried in front of my family but I remember touching myself in front of my mom and her saying no 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 that's no you don't do that that's bad yeah so I had a you know a different upbringing uh, around that where where my understanding about sex was that it's not shameful uh, but I wasn't really taught about like the pleasurable sides of it like no one taught me how to masturbate that you know th- these are the ways to access your body and your clitoris and your genitals and how to have orgasms because most people aren't taught that and even though I I got a lot of the like more progressive upbringing that sex was not shameful and is okay and you don't have to wait till marriage and you know it's not just for How old were you when you started speaking with your mom about sex? You didn't speak with your dad, right? Was it mostly oh, no, your no. mom? Yeah, just mom, but it, so the conversation was more about protection. You know, it was more like she took me to a gynecologist way before I was sexually active. I think just to have the experience of what it was like to go to a gynecologist. Did you have your period? Were you like I had, 12? I think I had had my well, let's see. Yeah, I had my period at that point. I believe no, no. I was so probably fourteen because I didn't, I didn't get my period till I was fourteen. But then, I, and I didn't actually have penetrative sex until I was sixteen. And when I was younger, for masturbation for me, you know, I I didn't I didn't think it was a bad thing. I knew that there was this part of my body I was curious about, but I didn't really know how to explore it. So I would like check it out and was more interested in like the smells and the textures. But I never checked it out. Just it just never came to me to like check out in the way of exploring pleasure. And I wasn't ashamed. It just never came to me. Now coming from the girl who would like, you know, dry hump her own bed, but like not to orgasm, and would make out with the, the remember my shower wall that story with the I told Billy Presida he used to do it too. Oh yeah. I used to make out in the shower with the wall to practice making out and have fantasies in the shower. But I, it wasn't about my genitals though. So. Um, you wouldn't it, touch yourself and make out with the wall. It was just making out with the wall and just practicing out with the wall how to kiss. And like having a fantasy in my head about some guy I had a crush on at 14, you know, and I hope that wall was clean. My mom is a pretty clean person. So. <laughs> yeah, so it, they come in all different shapes and forms. And so in this way, you know, we have different examples where I wasn't shamed for masturbating, but I didn't really masturbate. And even if I did, I probably wouldn't have been shamed for it. April had more, Emma sh- was baiting from age five, but did receive the shame in we, we are not parents, and yet what we have learned from so many educators, therapists, authors, uh, accredited individuals is the best thing to do when your young people, your, your children, if you're a parent, are self-pleasuring is to let them know that it's okay, natural, healthy, and it's something that they can do you know, in the privacy of their own room or their own space or the bathroom or wherever, but you know, it's their own private space, so not, you know, not something to be doing out in the, you know, in the, the grocery store or in the living room, and, but letting them know it's okay. Like, it's totally okay to just go, just keep this in this other place because this is just precious for you. This is why I love being, I'm 39, almost 40, I love being 
in I bear witness to my friends that are mothers and a lot of them with the children, how they speak to pleasure and masturbation to their kids impresses me because I feel like if I had had those conversations and we're talking about younger kids, like one of my friends, her uh, her daughter is almost five and starting to want to explore her vulva and the way that she speaks to her about it it's incredible because it's you she's just like it's your body and I've witnessed it and I'm like I love this because uh she's like it's your body this is your pleasure and that you can do and explore the things that you want to do and do that in your own space because you and I are going to be eating dinner together and your dad and I don't want to watch you having your fun with yourself right now while we're eating dinner. And then so it's also a consent issue because yeah. like when you're consent. out on the streets, like other people might not want to be watching you like rubbing your genitals. Right. All when over you're the place. five, you're like, watch consent. I don't understand. So she's like, yeah. okay, I'll go to yeah. my room. And then next step would be, you know, when they're a little older, you start to explain more about like, you know, what are you learning about your body? And they'll be like, shut up, mom, just stop talking to me. But also like, here's a book that can teach you about your body and your pleasure there's a great book called i think we already talked about in a past podcast called sex sex so like s e x uh, and it's a it's a great book to give to teenagers and people even people in their young 20s to learn about sex and by as a parent doing that you know especially when someone's you're seeing someone baiting and you're like ah, i don't know how to talk about this a five-year-old can't read this book by the way but we're talking now like a 13 year old now you're like here here you go you're about to venture into this maybe you already have maybe your friends are already having sex i don't know but i feel like get that information sooner than later one thing that i Last piece I want to share that because I've worked with Hot Octopus now for five plus years and before that Fun Factory. And when I started working with Hot Octopus, they primarily make masturbators for penis owners. And I would meet dudes because I'd be traveling around talking about these sex toys and they're like what do you do for a living i'm like well i work for this company called hot octopus we make masturbators that are for penises and uh and they're like why does someone need oh yeah that a masturbator you why would i need yeah. that and, I have and a they're penis like i have hand. five i have you know five, five fingers in a hand and i was like well let me just tell you i have uh five fingers as well it also is a new era where you can walk everywhere, but you choose to drive because you get there maybe a little maybe a little faster and more in style. So there's masturbators to help you get where you want to go. The possibilities are endless for the many ways you can masturbate, and we will talk about sex toys in a little bit. But before we do that, April, in your opinion, why? So when you masturbate, and 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 from your knowledge, why do you think masturbation is really good for people to like? to actually either either masturbate, have a daily or weekly practice or just bait here and there, bait every day, whatever they're doing, or even going back to like learning about masturbation at a young age or to developing a more hardcore masturbation practice. Why do you think, what are the benefits? Well, there's a lot of scientific research that's involved in masturbation, but I won't go there because I think what for me, what I've experienced is my masturbation practice has helped me learn what I enjoy, the sensations I like to feel on my body, whether it's a vibrator or a hand. Also, how I can feel my orgasms rising or the actual pleasure of my hormones starting to be stimulated where I want to kind of explode with my pleasure. That is all because of how I'm able to gauge myself with self-practice, self-pleasure, and exploring my body and learning about 
the changes that are happening that happen all the time. Masturbation helps me learn more about where I'm at in my life that I'm not 19 anymore. I'm not 25 anymore. And I can actually explore uh, the internals and the externals of my body in a way that isn't just with a partner in a sexual experience when there's heightened emotions or there's heightened experiences. It's on my own. And it's actually really cool to just do the, the mirror work, which I never did. I had a lot of shame around my pussy and, and the way it looked because of the I had a, a sex accident when I was 17 where my labia, the outer labia was torn in half and I had to get stitched up so it was really hard for me to look at my pussy for a long time because of their scarring and now I don't even see anything but the shame that can be involved in the way your your genitals look if you don't love the way you look masturbation has actually helped me love every piece of my of my it, vulva it's like a celebration a celebration of you and that, hence why sometimes we call it masturbation practice i mean so so some people they're baiting because it gives them a sense of relief oh that's a lot of penis owners too especially they're like oh i just need to get this release out you know, get, get some of that prostate fluid and some of that semen out and so that i have this nice release now i feel more relaxed uh, so so for some people it, it could even feel like a chore or a job because they are feeling like they need that relaxation um, for some people it is just about self-discovery like you're talking about and i think that's a really helpful process for anyone who's curious about whether you don't fully understand your body or your orgasms or you don't know how to communicate them to your partners the more you discover your own body on your own because it's your job to share that with other people they're not psychic and well some people are psychic i guess but most of the people i've been with are not psychic and so the more you know the more you can share why and, do you think it's good for you well also the endorphins that it produces when we recorded the other day remember i was like on cloud nine had a whole bunch of energy because i had two orgasms before recording but not from that that was from a sexual experience right it was a sexual experience with a but with a vibrator on my clit and you know you can call masturbation I, even though i was having penetrative sex which heightens my favorite sex by the way is penetrative sex with with uh, also combined uh, clitoral stimulation especially with a vibrator but just those endorphins from orgasm they really enhance your life so there's a lot of great things and for me personally it's just I'm, I'm really grateful to be in a place to know my body like you were saying and in the past when people ask you know what do you like what do you want no clue because I hadn't explored it. You know, I had spent so many years just not diving down that road. And now through my own practices and sexual experiences with other people, I can actually share. I really like this. I don't like this. I like a lot of that. I don't like a lot of that, but maybe a little of that or we can try this because of my exploration. So yeah, it's, that it's really helpful. Nailed it. I want to share something that I don't know if I've ever shared with you. And it's really brief because it's something that I had to work on. And I think this podcast and working in the sex toy industry has really helped me. But I had so much shame around masturbation orgasm for years of my life because I thought I was doing something wrong. And sometimes it carries over even now where I'm like, oh, I just masturbated and I just orgasmed. Oh, I feel kind of bad. And then I was like, wait, no, it's okay. Mm. Orgasm a good thing and I don't know if anyone else out there has ever experienced that we got a sex question about that did, did we? Okay. And, yeah and, and um and yeah we, and I think it's going in our book actually maybe oh, possibly because okay. I remember Layla Martin saying when you when you masturbate if you have shame around it to maybe envision a whole party yes. of people celebrating you when you as you do it they're like yeah cheering you on but I had I, I mean this is 
20 years of conditioning for me to feel the guilt of orgasm, which also I never was able to now. Thankfully, I can. I wasn't able to orgasm in partner play because I was so conditioned to think that the only way to have an orgasm was through masturbation. So all of these pieces, though, are just there are ways to exemplify how your body and your mind can work together to create any scenario that you want. And I no longer have the guilt after I orgasm from masturbation, but yeah. it's a funny kind of funny, not ha ha, but funny, like mm-hmm yeah. thing that I was feeling that way for so many years. Yeah. Well, and so many, it was bad. I, a lot of people have shame around so many, pretty much everyone has a little bit of shame or trauma around sexuality in some way, shape or form. And this is a great example of how different we all are. And in a bit, guys, not guys. Oh my God. Did I just say guys? Hey, guys. Y'all. Hey, y'all. Just in, in a bit. So what we're going to talk about ways to learn how to up your biting game, sex toys for masturbation, also mutual masturbation. But I am sweating like a sweaty McBeagleson. I have like that puddle on my belly from the sweat so we are going to take a commercial break from our lovely sponsors as we go into a cooler place because i'm about to die it's hot out here and we're back but now we're inside it's a little cooler we're on different microphones so it's if it sounds a little different hot, oh i'm still sweating like a sweaty mcbeagleson Me over here too i am yeah hydrating up a storm and i wish master well, maybe masturbation helps maybe we should have a bait session no that's not why we left to go bait but maybe that hmm. do you get hot after you orgasm for masturbation or do you cool off Let's see. It just masturbation, not sex. Yes. Oh, I don't think my temperature changes that much. I feel like I always get a flash of heat and then I relax. Really? Yes. Interesting. Like, what is relax? Like, like the fall asleep thing where, like, oh, you need no, a pastrami no. sandwich and you pass out. Definitely not falling asleep. I get energized from orgasm in general. I just feel like when I'm my temperature just raises. I don't. I've never actually taken my temperature. Yeah. However, I feel a little bit more heat in my body you should start putting a thermometer in your ass right after you masturbate it's as... not anal safe a thermometer amy wait don't they have anal thermometers i don't know i'm pretty sure they do really don't they put thermometers in people's asses yeah but you have to hold on to it if i'm by myself i can't hold that in okay i'll be there for you and oh, then i'll yeah you. I'll, i got generous. you i got you all right so we're back to the baiting game everyone we talked about our own experiences we talked about um masturbation practices and why they might be good for you what masturbation means many ways to masturbate the diversity of masturbation and now we're going to speak a little bit about how to up your baiting game we love that term baiting so in the world of baiting by the way we will not have all the answers because it is infinite and endless and everyone has their own way of doing this we have been for vulva owners particularly we are huge fans of omgs.com and they've been a sponsor of our podcast for years and we were watching their first season way before they were sponsored because it taught us and clients that i've worked with about various tools to use on the external vulva because a lot of folks have no idea you watch porn they're like you know like grinding that thing you try it in yourself and you're like that does not feel that good you know why isn't that working on me and so they actually did research studies with 20,000 plus people I believe of uh, from 18 to 90 is that I think 18 to 95 yeah 18 to 95 and so they show you season one's external techniques for vulva pleasure season two's internal and then season three is with sex toys and they haven't gotten to penises yet and this isn't just about vulvas this episode 
But I just want to really honor the folks who maybe are new to masturbating or self-pleasuring, you know, that you've tried touching yourself and you haven't really figured it out and it's not feeling like much is happening, which is a common thing. Of Remember we worked at Pure Pleasure back in the day? I don't know if you were there that day, but had a woman that came in who was 80 whose husband i was there okay and, and her yes. husband had d- just died they were married for 60 years and she had never had an orgasm and we sold her her first vibrator she yes. was had a, she was just about to masturbate for the first time and she had never had an orgasm it was incredible so this you know there's we'll talk about sex toys in a little bit but you know ways to up your masturbation game can come in different levels for me personally i'm someone who needs a regular practice to do this so if i only like once a week or like twice a month have a masturbation or self-pleasure session where I'm when I'm trying to up it right like I'm trying to increase my my potential you know to learn more like okay I you know I kind of I have orgasms sometimes for my hands but I really want to get this hand thing down and understand how they work on my body if I were to just do it once a week or just when I felt like it it wouldn't fucking happen when I commit to doing this maybe three days a week maybe every day for 15 to 20 minutes a day then I learn a lot more. And one key piece that's important for me is to go in it with a really open mind, not having this a goal towards, I have to come, I have to come, I have to come, and more towards just pleasure. So kind of following the thread. And my hands are going all over these different places, on my pussy, on my vulva, and just checking things out. Okay, if something feels good, I go with that. But I, these are like my, my, my top tips that work for me really are um, when I'm trying to get deeper into my self-pleasure practice and understand more of that I need a regular commitment at least for a while and I have to stay goalless or like my goal being about just discovery and presence and then if I have an orgasm it's a bonus I think that is a great advice Thanks to give. I also, there's more research now about masturbation than there really ever has before and I want to cover just a few of the things that some of the top studies say masturbation can do for humans, no matter what, if you're a penis owner or a, a vulva owner. However, as a vulva owner, when I get my period, it helps with cramps. If you oh. masturbate, it can help. So I've had cramps. the opposite. Well, that's I, interesting. So the contractions that have happened in my pelvic floor during orgasm when I had cramps actually made my cramps worse. But I've heard what you're saying. I've actually heard is true. I just, I tried it and I was like, oh, things feel worse now. Well, it also, so obviously everyone's so oh, different. Yeah, we're all so, different. If you do have cramps and you want to try to uh, alleviate those, Might as well try, try some masturbation. Um, anxiety, it can help you sleep better. It can actually help elevate the mood. There are studies that show it will help you live longer, more orgasms in general, which masturbation, if you don't have a goal, that's okay. But if you do orgasm for masturbation, you can help you live longer. We've talked about better sex. Of mm-hmm. course, it helps you learn about your own body. You can actually sleep better which i think i was trying to relate this because sometimes i get energized after sex and masturbation but then again it just depends on the human and there are a lot of folks out there that are able to sleep after they orgasm and they can sleep better honestly for me so if i'm so i'm using my vibrator myself we'll talk about sex toys in a bit i get and i have one orgasm and then i just let myself go to sleep i can go to sleep but if i go for three four five six then i'm all jazzed up and and like now my sleep's fucked (laughs) that's just me but we're all different and there was, there's been a lot of, I think, myth around masturbation for a long time, especially with sex toys. Mm-hmm. I still hear people talking about it. You're addicted. Or you're addicted or it's going to desensitize your...
your genitals or my clit will be burnt out because I used a vibrator too much. So this is all, this is not factual information, y'all. So especially when you're talking about sex toys, you will not be desensitized. It will not harm you in a sense, unless you're into burning or elect some sort unless of like that harm, right? Yeah. That may, or the piercing kind of thing, but a vibrator that you're putting on your genitals or inside of your body uh, will not cause permanent damage or harm to your body. So it might desensitize you for a little while, but those nerve endings will come alive and uh, will come back in no time. Well, it's just the brain that shifts. It's, it, you know, the brain gets very used to something. So I'll bring this to like masturbation. So we're talking about sex toys and we're going to talk about more sex toys in a minute, but bring it back to, so to, let's talk about penises. So penis owners who start to masturbate at a young age and they had to masturbate really fast and hard because someone was going to walk in the room or they were watching porn and they, you know, by important, everything's fast and hard. So a lot of penis owners are taught the way you wank is fast and hard. And your initial experiences with sex or uh, or some or pleasure with yourself, especially, but also with others, they hang out with you. They create what's called a neural pathway in your brain. You can't get rid of it. It hangs out with you forever. But what you can can do is create new neural pathways that become more alive and vibrant or that are the more common or default language, right? So like if I'm a penis owner and the way I bait is really fast and hard and I, you know, it's fine. I have an orgasm in three minutes. It's cool. The orgasm feels so, so, but like, hey, nice release. But I want more of that like full bodied sensation orgasm. You know, my advice to that person would be to practice masturbating, meaning self-pleasuring slowly and softly and as is the shameless sex motto going slower than slow and slower than that because whatever you think is slow probably isn't that slow so slow it down even more and you might not orgasm right away but we what you'll probably discover is more sensation and more presence and and if you do have an orgasm probably a bigger more full-bodied orgasm so this is something that you can practice this is with the brain being your largest sex organ same thing with vibrator you know if you get you think you're hooked on the vibrator it's the only way you can orgasm you just start ha- practicing in other ways either take a break with your vibrator or we talked about this on uh, with willow brown dr willow brown and leah piper on their podcast but the other thing would be you're using the sex toy but the minute you feel like you're about to have an orgasm you take it away and then you use hands and then you do this back and forth thing to kind of like connect the two to each other and you might not have the orgasm right away you know going slow and soft in the cock that's not used to slow and soft might be frustrating at first but for most people who have tried this it's highly rewarding and same with the vibrator practice so question is there a thing as too much masturbation or is there a healthy level of like a, masturbation? Like addiction, masturbation Exactly. Addiction? So yeah. we should kind of decipher between those pieces because there is such a thing when things become and they're getting in the way of school, work, um, driving, um, maybe everyday life, everyday life. And yeah. you're not getting things done because you're baiting. Yeah. That might be a time to take a break from the frequency and just check check in. However, a healthy masturbation practice, there is not a specific, according to the International Society for Sexual Medicine, actually, they yeah. say there is no normal amount that uh, or frequency that yeah. you, you can masturbate. Everyone's different. Right. However, if it is getting in the way of yeah. your uh, negatively affecting your life, which you can make your own decisions about what that looks like, then you may want 
want to take a look at that. But for I mean, the most part, so fade away. If you're masturbating five times a day and you still are getting all of your work done, it's not affecting your relationships with other people. It's not harming your body. Your health is good and strong. You're, you're, everything feels full and alive and vibrant and it feels like it fits in or complements all of that. You do you. And if you're doing that and it feels like one or all or many of those aspects are either at risk or kind of a little fucked or or like fully being affected by this like hmm, i'm not going to go to work today because i'm going to masturbate i'm going to work late today because i'm going to masturbate i'm not going to connect with my partner because i'd rather just go masturbate instead of talking to them about connecting which is fine because it's okay you deserve to masturbate even if you don't want to fuck your partner that's cool too and if you're seeing effect relationships your work your everyday life and your self-care and your well-being in one or multiple ways that might be something to look at you know we're not doctors we're not licensed therapists so we are not going to talk on the on the concept of, of addiction um, as other professionals can do but I I think that you know as long as you have some sort of awareness of how this is fitting into your life from one time a day to five times a day to once a month to 30 times a month as long as it's feeling it feels like it's fulfilling your life in a way and complementing your life you do you you think okay remember that movie something about mary yeah and the jizz in the hair well yes and the dude was like you gotta flog the dolphin before you go out yeah so so any any advice to give to people that think that they should or should not masturbate before they're going out with someone for the first time or is there a reason to to abstain from masturbation that would be beneficial I would say for people who are still working on their ejaculatory control and have fear that they might ejaculate before they like to, this is what a lot of people call premature ejaculation, but we don't use those terms, meaning it's just harder for you to control. Um, if they ejaculate beforehand at some point in the day, um, it might increase the chances of more duration, more time in the sexual experience. And I'd still look at that as like, how can I work on my ejaculatory control issues as opposed to just your tool, your Band-Aid being masturbating before your date. And then also, I mean, for me sometimes, so that, that's something like first date things. Uh, for me, like honestly, if I were to masturbate before a first date with someone, I'd show up all shiny and, and glorious. It'd be like, hello! alive or sometimes when my partner comes over so this isn't the first date but i might masturbate before they come over and i'm more you know alive aroused and also like maybe even more inclined to to play or just be connect, whatever connected so um so it, does semen make a good moose semen makes a fantastic <laughs> moose please never put it in my fucking hair anyone that i if ever have sex never with. seen something about mary you would know what we're talking about or my eye that no is face hilarious. i'm not in the no face no hair no eye but it made yes. a really great the bangs are great the bangs are great bangs are great i feel like it was like it was like glue okay so some other references to um, how to up your masturbation game one is an episode that we just recorded actually today on this exact sweaty day but it was released in june of this year 2022 it's episode 282 with Mike Mantel and it's about masturbation deepening your masturbation practice and also how to spice up your sex life through deepening your masturbation practice also April what's the other one that you want to reference it's number 224 how to have great sex with yourself and we met with August and I love 
I love the name August because I have a month name too. And she's the host of the Girl Boner podcast. And it's how to have great sex with yourself. So check that one out too. It was a really, really fun episode. Yeah. Baton. More on Baton. Okay, let's talk about toys. That's one of my favorite things to talk about. Toys. All right. Toy time. Toy time. Okay. I'm I'm smacking the couch because I'm so excited about sex toys. Always remember anything that we talk about, we really do. We have tried. Mm -hmm. We, because I mean, our toy drawers are picky. And we are picky. And there are toys that I try that I'm like, I don't like. And then you like some of them that I don't like and vice versa. And anything that we talk about and we love, we make sure that it's on purepleasureshop.com. So always go to purepleasureshop.com for any of the sites. Awesome. And you can see shameless sex picks and you can always, you better know the coupon code. But now if you don't, we're going to quiz you later. It's shameless sex. 15% off. Oh, but I'm just reminding them. And yes, we have a category about our favorite toys on there. So, um, okay. So what, let's see. So we want to talk about masturbation toys for all bits, right? And so we're we are going to kind of come from a perspective of what we know about toys in general, as well as our personal preferences. So we'll speak to not only what we like, but what we've heard other people would like. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? I mean, look, this is a toy that I reference every fucking April's episode. I will say, however... Your mom sent me the uh, the mini magic wand. Oh, it's so good. And it's rechargeable. And I have changed over. And I wasn't convinced that it would do the job that it was supposed to. If you don't know what the magic wand is, it looks like a back massager. It used to be from Hitachi. They no longer wanted to have a, a participation in the magic wands. Now they still make dishwashers, though. They do. <laughs> they think. make other things, know. too. And so magic wand has been my go-to product forever. And it's quite large. And it's not the most, uh, when you're in a sexual situation with partner play, it's not super... I, it's, it's huge. It's it's massive. So what, it's just it it's not easy to to maneuver. And it's strong. The its speeds are strong and stronger. And, <laughs> exactly. And so the mini one, love it. It's awesome and it's rechargeable and it's uh, maybe a quarter of the size. Yeah. And I, that's my new favorite. And it didn't come out that long ago. It's only a few months ago. And so that is going to be my topic, of course, because I always talk about the magic wand. I do have another one, but you go next. All right. So I agree with her because I also just started using the mini magic wand. The regular magic wand was a little too much for me. I thought that would be too much for you. You like the mini one. Yeah. It's, a, it's just like a slight not. Well, it has, the, it has like um, medium strong and stronger instead of strong and stronger so it offers a little more variety and so i can play with that and i I like the size of it i personally love air suction technology um so so vibrators that feel like they are both suctioning and vibrating at the same time they're made by companies called satisfier or womanizer again all at pure pleasure and uh, for me they don't overstimulate me they're powerful but they don't overstimulate me and i feel like i can have multiple orgasms with them whereas sometimes if i use other vibrators i feel like they can cut i get that one orgasm and then my clit's like don't put that thing anywhere near me but that's a stronger thing so here's the thing about vibrators you have lighter more buzzy vibrators and so more like light to medium yeah and then you have more like thuddy like thunder vibrators and you know so the magic wand i would say is is in the mini too and the ones i like are kind of more like thunder they have this deeper kind of frequency in the way that they're Pen- at least externally penetrating the body means that they're just touching my skin and that's what my body likes and april's likes too but just we like different toys and um for some people though they want lighter toys you know they, they want something that or smaller toys 
or things that aren't uh, super intense. And so in in that sense, a couple bullet vibes. Yeah, bullet vibes are are fabulous. Yes. Yeah. So so one recommendation. Burning Man used to have a bullet vibrating. I still have that thing. Remember? But none of the but none of the vibrators actually. People are so disappointed they try to touch it. It had it looked like a like um one of those like gun things that you'd wear with like a whole bunch of bullets, Uh, like a a gun ammunition. Yeah, ammunition thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know about guns, but you know what I'm talking about. But they are mini vibrators that that uh, I got from a vibrator company, but none none of them worked. But some recommendations for smaller toys, or especially if you're wanting to play with medium to light vibrations, or like couples play, especially, but also just solo play because some people want smaller toys for. We're talking external vulva again. I would recommend the WeVibe Touch X is a fantastic toy. Um, they've upgraded the original WeVibe Touch. So it's WeVibe Touch X. Also, I love the Hot Octopus Digit. I love a, a thing that you can wear on your fingers and not have to hold and wherever you put your hand, you have vibrations. And I can put that on balls. I can put it on nipples. I can put it on a cock, on a pussy, all the places. And it's fantastic. And we've been sold out and we finally have more stuff. Thank God. That toy is awesome. Also, I think when it comes to if you want something external, if you do like light vibration, the Fun Factory makes that little finger vibe, too, that you can slide on and it has lighter vibration. Um, I actually don't know the name of it, but I just saw it the other day and it's sexy. And it's I think if Pure Pleasure doesn't have it, you will get it because it's awesome. I thought I just saw it on your site. Fuck, what is it called? I'm going to find it. But well, I felt the vibration at the last trade shows and I was like, I need this. While she finds the name and if not, we'll add it to Pure Pleasure. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. UberLube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, UberLube. UberLube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. UberLube is without a doubt my favorite lube and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, 
I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. Now let's talk about penises. Oh, well, it was to say internal masturbation too, but then we'll go to penises. Internal masturbation. So fun fact, everyone, for vulva owners, most of your nerve endings for most people are external. So the clitoris is a powerhouse of pleasure, meaning it has about 8,000 approximately nerve endings. So most of it is all external area and it is a wishbone, meaning it's not just what you see. It has a shaft, legs. So all the vulva, the outer labia, inner labia, the clitoris, all of that is clitoral tissue, erectile tissue, orgasmic tissue. So that's why a lot of the toys we talk about are gauged towards sort of stimulating that part of the body. In fact, that's when a lot of vulva owners, how they have their orgasms is from sex that actually accesses that part of their body. When it comes to internal stimulation, there's the nerve endings within the first inch. Of course, you still have nerve endings there and you have nerve endings internally for in, in vaginal canals, but they're not as, there's not as much as deeper and deeper in the vaginal canal. And now around the cervix, you have a ton. So if you want to explore with some internal stuff, most people generally are either wanting to explore with something that can kind of do like a curvature up towards the G-spot G area or have that same curvature and equatorial stimulation um, ability at the same time. And my recommendations for those would be the Curve by Hot Octopus with a K curve. It has two different motors. One, so it's curved up and so it's an internal vibrator. It has two motors, but the more powerful motor is actually around your vaginal opening and clitoris, which is exactly where it should be. And you get one on the G-spot G area. And it has a, squish, it has a squishy head. It feels good. Oh, it's, and it's a beautiful it's, toy. B- which is great on the G-spot. That fun factory toy is called the B1. B1. Yes. B1. Well, if it's not pure pleasure, we will add that. And I have yet to see this one. It's and cool. We're it's, going it's, to a trade show soon, so yeah, I'll finally get to see it. You'll like it. And I love the curve as well because we were on a panel to help figure out how to position those motors. So I'm happy yeah. that you you agree. You were, and... you were part of creating that. Well, the other one I was going to say is the Miss B, but oh. also by Fun Factory, you just said B1, Miss B. But it looks like bi because it's B-I, uh, yeah. but it's Miss B. Miss Bi, yeah, B-I. For folks who want to experiment with maybe some internal G-spot G area and simultaneous clitoral stimulation at the same time. It's a we should talk about toy. the WeVibe too, but everybody always asks about WeVibe because but that's like less, we're talking about baiting though. We are talking about baiting, but if for some reason you come across the we vibe that is a, a product that you could masturbate you could with. grind against it you could and it's a it's kind of a clip-on and it sits inside the vaginal canal and then outside so if you're penetrated by a penis it works for both people to feel it's not my personal favorite it never has been but people Plenty love people it love it but they make this thing called the moxie oh yeah the that thing, thing is dope yeah. and i just met a penis owner that uses it it was a buyer at the uh trade show they put it in their undies yes and he said he was like is he vibrating at trade shows like walking around i don't know i didn't ask him if he was vibrating but he said that he actually will use it with his partner and 
turn it on just when they're out and about. And it was interesting because it basically mag you can magnetize it to anywhere on on like clothing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a magnet. Yeah. It's a magnet. Yeah. So you can and it has like this shape that is pretty ergonomic to any yeah. body type. So it's not just for beyond the panties. The, the taint. It could yes, be on your ass. That's what he said. Maybe he said put it on yeah. the taint. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly how to describe your, it. I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah. But I thought it was awesome because I always thought of the Moxie as a pantry vibe. But that one's cool because it has a remote. So oh. if you do go out with your partner, you can make a Zap and zap you. across the trade show floor. <laughs> and I think it has an app too. All yeah. Of yeah. I think most of them are Bluetooth now. Well, not most, but that by, by WeVibe at least. Um, at least that one is. Um, okay. Cock toys. So for penis play. Okay. So obviously for a long time, most penis toys and this is why I love Hot Octopus, not because I have worked with them. I chose them specifically because I love what they do. But for a long time, penis owners, they only had like the quote unquote pocket pussies to masturbate with. Right. And a lot of them, they looked like butts, mouths, vaginas. And you could still get flashlights and things like that that you stick your hard cock in. And if that's your jam, that's your jam. And that's your that's jam. Cool. And that's all good. But now there's all these amazing sex tech toys well, for and, penises and you had the vibrators you had to be hard to use those you, you did if, if, or you, you have do. A, if you have a soft cock it's pretty hard to put it in the soft thing so now what april's talking about you can you can be soft or hard which is a newer technology well and hot octopus is we patented this technology and it's pulse any pulse products there's now there's five different ones one is interactive even because we are ready for the metaverse it's coming give it and us. you can use this product soft semi-erect totally erect and the cool thing about it it has this oscillating pulse plate so you can put it on and let's say you want to have multiple orgasms in your penis owner you mm. can have sex with your partner mm. and then throw on the pulse solo or pulse duo have your cock get hard again because oscillation is actually medically proven to help stimulate blood flow which helps you and voluntarily ejaculate and or have an erection so you can throw that on and and have round two or three or four great for edging and it can be used completely statically what mm -hmm. does that mean you don't have to move so if you don't want nice. to do the old primal caveman i just want to hang out and lay there one two one two yeah yes, you can throw that on and you could also use it as a stroker so any of those that the reason that we bring up the hot octopus products pretty regularly because for penis owners it, there's nothing else like those products no. on the market so any pulse toys by hot octopus another cool one that i've heard well i mean for a masturbator they have that the manta that people oh, apparently fun like. Factories. The, yes, yeah, fun factory. Yes. I've seen it and I've felt it before. I don't have a cock, obviously. I don't either. It, it, it's, it seems like it's so it's different technology right the hot octopus pulses has this like pulsator that goes in and out like think of like your electric electric toothbrush or like a like a thing and then the manta to me is more like a v actual vibrator that your cock hangs out and in. it has a handle though yeah. so it's not as ergonomic there, in yeah. my opinion there's another one that just came out that i am curious about i'm not endorsing this i'm just curious because you love air pulse yeah. tech so much and it's an air pulse product that's called the arc wave yes. that's for the penis so i don't I, know about i it, have though. heard mixed reviews okay Okay. So I've had mixed reviews in this. I have had because uh, I've had one person tell me they absolutely loved it, and I've okay. had one person told me it was too intense and felt actually painful. I did hear someone tell me that it it hurt them. Yeah, but also we're not. I'm not saying go and buy that one because I don't know. I don't have a penis, but air pulse technology is interesting. I can't use the oscillating pulse plate tech of our products, but the reviews for all of the pulse products that we make are fucking phenomenal. I mean, I've never heard anyone say they got hurt by oh, the no, solo no. hot no. octopus before. No. Or any of the ones that we've named before. Now, there are other, in, in terms of the clitorises, clitorati, there are other pulse 
technology toys. I won't say the brands on here, but the ones, so we said satisfying womanizer. I've yet to hear anyone being hurt by them. Like the being the section being too much. There is a particular brand that I have heard of that has this, a sectioning technology that actually injured at least one or two a people. Vulva owner? Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Shit. So, so you have to be careful. Yes. And be careful, go lightly and don't be afraid, you know, but like we're telling you the things that we actually have knowledge about or have tried or have like we can stand by. And I, so the arc wave, I'm a little going to hang on the edge about that one because well, with the pulse products I give them to all of my friends and they always give me feedback and yeah. my partners I've used them with so I know about hot octopus pulse products yeah. and I'm like yo and if well, well and we, I, and we are coming out with something that will be for vulva soon at pure pleasure also we sell sex toys my mom sells sex toys so we get feedback from people like this one was great this one was whatever this one I did not like this one hurt me you know or whatever which uh, that's why we know some of these things and I also know it from outside information too so and this isn't just about pure pleasure we're just speaking to various options for self pleasure but just remember everyone as you explore with sex toys and I want to just say one thing about anal after this as you explore for sex toys remember if it feels like you're using a sex toy and all of a sudden this is the only way you can get off and you can't get off to other ways you're not broken there's nothing wrong with you your brain is just conditioned and you can work on this we named some ways before this uh at this conversation um earlier on in this episode and uh, if you have more questions about that we have plenty of episodes on that but um the whole thing of like if, if i use a sex toy it's gonna fuck me up is bullshit and just take a break yeah, or just also um, just everything in, in moderation. So um, anal, okay, I want to say one thing about anal, and, and we'll see what you have to say about it. So anal masturbation. So anal self-pleasure. So you're like hanging out with yourself, you're in self-pleasure anally. I mean, it, everyone has an ass, first of all, the universal orifice. There's a lot of nerve endings on the anus, the anus, about as many as your lips, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go into the anal canal, there are nerve endings there, too. And then when you go further in, so it opens up into the abyss of rectum, you have less nerve endings. So this is generally why things like fingers licking or vibrations feel nice in the anus, but you don't really feel them inside. You always want your anal toy to be anal safe, like April saying, saying the thermometer is not necessarily anal safe, but you want it to have a base, basically. I'm not even going to talk about toys for this what i would say is for a lot of the times that i've added in my own masturbation play or talked to other people about masturbation when anal's been on uh include on it or included into it it was included alongside something so often they were playing with their own ass with a toy anal safe toy or a finger or something and stroking their cock or rubbing their clit or touching their g-spot g or something or using a vibrator on their clit or something and playing Many people just explore their asses as its own exploration. But if you explore your ass in your, as, as a masturbation thing and you don't really feel much, just add other touch and stimulation to these other parts of your body that work for you. I like it. Yeah. I like that. We just recorded that episode with Kenneth Play. Oh, yeah. About uh, anal. It's not even 101 or any. It's it's. I don't know what the title oh, yeah. is. Did it come out yet? Or no, did we... so this, so th- that is coming. Oh, it'll be in August. I'm that's sorry. coming. No, that I think that's actually coming out the next week when from when this is released. Oh, because we record everything that we're recording. Everyone, we're in a whole different dimension right now, and so I'm pretty sure that when at, when this episode goes out, th- that episode will be the week after with Can Play all about anal right before anal August starts. And the reason why I bring it up is because he does a great job of explaining so much about the He's ass. The best. He is so good and and he also has a book but he just does a phenomenal job so reference that episode kenneth play he's been on the show a couple of times and 
Yeah, I wanted to give him a shout out. Shout out. And we're going to wrap it up before we end this episode with mutual masturbation. So I know we're talking about bait and masturbation, solo play, solo sex, self-pleasure. But also, just so y'all know, once you understand your body and you get your bait game down, it's kind of hot to bait in front of your partner, either if you're into it, either with them watching you. One, it's just hot. It, it can be. Everyone's different. Sometimes people like spotlight. It's super scary. But for them, it could be hot. It could be hot for you to be watched. If that's your jam, if you're a voyeur, exhibitionist, whatever. Also, they can learn how you like to pleasure yourself. So say you know your technique with your hands or your sex toy and you're doing that in front of them. You're teaching them if they pay attention. And you can do this at the same time where they're they're doing the same thing too and you're watching each other but also getting off at the same time can be super fucking hot i also for me i like to just be side by side so it doesn't feel like i'm being watched and sometimes i'll just use a toy like, like your back's away from me you, so no, you're no, not no, looking facing each other oh, just okay. laying down it's not like when i think about watching i think like someone like, in the corner watching yes <laughs> or like you on the couch with me right now because we're facing each other and i'm like i'd be masturbating i'd be like wildly uncomfortable if that was me in a situation so when i'm mutually masturbating I'll typically I'm like just touch me while I use my sex toy yeah and he's next to me and that feels really safe and comfortable and fun and then I also like a little bit of touch and I think the mutual part doesn't have to be watching each other intensely if you don't want it to be if you yeah, want it to be, be connected awesome. yeah, yeah. it just like the mutual part could, yeah it depends what you, if, if, if you're trying to learn about what your partner likes then that's one thing then you'd be paying attention if you're just like trying to be aroused and just pay attention to the whole scenario but if you're like okay what are they doing how they okay they're touching like that okay cool okay a little oh a little okay so i see the speed and the tempo and the location oh i'm, I'm looking at april's genitals right now but she has shorts on. we i think one last piece and i believe we may have referenced it but if you you are a vulva owner out there and you aren't sure all, uh, all the ways that you can please yourself or you're a vulva owning lover you can go to omgs yep. they have a son, shit ton of modules this will be the third time we reference it in this i know but that's because so, we're obsessed with it because it's so good and it's amazing you might not have people have said i don't know what to do like what do i do with my hands and now and there's three seasons the hope is that there might be penis seasons coming out. I don't know. But our job is to talk about all the tools. That's why we we are here. We're, we're talking about the tools. We're, yep. We don't get to try every single tool out there. We will slowly. We're, you know, we're, we're getting older. We're trying the tools. And we'll tell you the tools we don't like. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think of something that I tried that I don't like. Oh, well, well I didn't want to say the name of the brand that had hurt someone only because there's only two accounts that I heard of people actually being hurt. And... That same toy my mom loves. Oh. So that's an interesting... She's like, well, that's so interesting. I love that toy. Well, that's the thing. I personally, with AirPulse technology... It Everyone's different. Right now. I also will not limit myself and say that it would never work for me because bodies change all the time and i can try that air pulse tech toy next month and it might be the best thing i've ever tried so totally. don't give up if you have tried something in the past and you haven't liked it or you stop liking something that you usually like and go back with sex, sex toys also you when they come in multiple speeds start on the lightest one go slow don't dive right into like the crazy most intense uh, speed just to start like go with a slow intention of learning and, and discovering and see what happens this is fun. We never usually do uh, the Chip and Dip show. <laughs> just with you and I. And I love you. I love you, Chip. And I love all of you Shameless Sex listeners out there. Thank you for being part of the Shameless Sex Revolution, for supporting us. And if you haven't done so, 
I invite you, welcome you to go and give us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. It helps more people find the sex toys of their dreams and all the tools that we have to offer the world. We love you. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.